Hey friend, welcome back to the show. You are listening to episode 11 of the Mama Knows Business podcast. I am super excited. Today we have Andrea Singletary on the show. She is a wife, a mom of two, and a former virtual assistant turned podcast manager and consultant. She is super knowledgeable when it comes to all things podcasting. We do a deep dive into how you can start your own podcast management business. She drops a lot of good information. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this. Let's go. Welcome to the Mama Knows Business Podcast. I'm Pamela Krista, Jesus lover, wife, mama to five, podcaster, blogger, and show and website designer. I know that running your business is hard work and I feel your frustration. You wish you had someone there to hold your hand through it all, answering those burning questions and give you that inspiration, encouragement, and clarity that you need to keep on moving forward. That's why I'm on a mission to help service-based entrepreneur moms just like you on how to start, grow, and stay consistent with your business. Here we will cover running a business as a busy mom, social media tips, and of course, website strategy to help run and move your business forward. Because the truth is, you don't have to run your business as a mom alone. Let's get it. Hey mama, have you joined our Facebook community yet? If not, I would love for you to join. Come alongside other mamas who are working hard just like you to build the business of their dreams. Ask questions, give and receive support, and network with an amazing group of like-minded women. All you have to do is go to PamelaKrista.com slash community, and it will take you right to the Facebook group. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, Andrea, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So before we get started real fast, I like to do icebreaker questions and I got to know what is your favorite food? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. So I love sushi and I love Thai food. Like those are always like my top two choices. That is so awesome. And that's so exotic to me because I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband, he was in the Navy. So he like has all this like food experience and mm-hmm. I'm like, no, thank you. But I do we'll try some things. What is your favorite? Like, is there like different types of sushi that you like? Yeah. So, I mean, I like California rolls, but I also like there's this one at this local place I go to. It's called like Lemon Lemon. And so it's the raw salmon, I think, on top of a California roll with lemon. And it's so good. Like, I used to think I wouldn't be like a raw salmon type of person, but it's good. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds good. And I like lemon stuff. So I feel like if it's prepared right too, like, yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, I love that. So Andrea and I connected over podcasting a few months ago, and she is so sweet, kind, and helpful, and so knowledgeable about all things related to podcasting. And I'm so excited to have her here on the show because we're going to talk about how you can start a podcast management business and she's going to give us some really good actionable tips to take away today. I'm super excited. So Andrea, I would love it if you could introduce yourself and just let us know your journey, more about you and how you got started with this whole podcasting thing. Sure. So yeah, I'm a wife, mom of two. I have a five-month-old and a two-year-old, so super busy. My background is actually in early childhood education. I went to school, got my master's in child development, 
worked in the early childhood field. I did everything from work as a preschool teacher assistant all the way to a preschool director. And I worked in that field for well over 10 years. And when I had my son in April 2020, the preschool I oversaw ended up closing down due to the pandemic. And so I ended up becoming a stay-at-home mom. Um, It was a lot of fun. I loved being able to be there for my son's first moments and getting to do all those fun things with him. And then a little little after he turned one, my husband and I decided to put him in daycare just so he could start getting that socialization and everything. And so that meant I had more time on my hands and I needed to find something to do. And so I played around with a lot of different things. I started a mom blog, really loved like building the website for that. And I did, I designed a website for actually one of my current clients. And I ended up going down the rabbit hole of virtual assistants. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so I took a course, launched my virtual assistant business, the Savvy VA Mama in October, 2021. And did pretty good. I was offering so many different things. I was doing website design, blog copywriting, social media management, and general admin. And I gained quite a few clients, but I was getting super burnt out because I was trying to do everything. And a lot of what I was doing, I didn't enjoy. Like I hated social media management. I, although I love writing, I didn't enjoy doing the blog copywriting and I, I like doing some aspects of the website design, but then there are other aspects like the more technical side of things where I was just like, uh, this is stressing me out. (laughs) And so, yeah, it was like, it was a lot. And I was like, okay, I need to find something that I love and enjoy. And so I, I love listening to podcasts. I actually started listening to them when I became a mom just because there are like so many great mom podcasts out there and so encouraging to know like a lot of what I was going through was normal and a lot of moms go through it. And so I just doing some research, I came across podcast management, didn't realize like that was an actual career. I just assumed people recorded their episodes and then it just got uploaded to wherever and there's your episode, (laughs) but there's actually way more to it. And so I ended up taking a course. I took the podcast manager program by Lauren Wrighton and fell in love with it. I especially fell in love with editing audio. Like at first I was a little intimidated, but I really have grown to love it. And yeah, I just, That happened in April of this year, and since then, I've been able to gain some amazing clients and have grown and really developed my skills as a podcast manager. I love that so much, and there are so many things I want to touch on from what you just said. (laughs) First First of all, you made the choice to put your son into daycare, and you got some time back during your day so that, number one, your son is now you know, being with other children and he's getting that, you know, care there. And then that allowed you to really like have more time to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was needed. Like, 
the first year having him home, he loved it. But then I could tell after he turned one, he was getting bored. And although I did activities with him just from my early childhood knowledge, it wasn't enough. Like he needed something much more stimulating and he needed to be around other kids his age. And I, it's so funny. I still remember his first day. I walked him to the classroom door and he just walked in, didn't even look back at me, didn't say bye or anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he's loved it ever since. Like he looks forward to going every day. And the teachers he's had so far, they've all been so amazing, take such good care of him and everything. But yeah, it was just like, okay, yeah, it was time to go. I was all over there crying in the parking lot. Right. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and we had a similar situation with our kids, too, because my mother-in-law watched our, you know, kids when they were babies before. Mm -hmm. Our daycare is, I mean, maybe most daycares do this, but they don't accept until they're two. So she watched most of my kids. She watched, like, well, really, she watched four out of five kids until they were able to go to daycare. And she would say, like, right near the end, like, they're getting bored. Like, she can only do so many things with them, and they're... You know, bored and, you know, they need that interaction. So first of all, I want to commend you for that because that's a hard decision to make. But I think it's really powerful when you can like step into that and release that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so the second thing I wanted to touch on is you, it sounds like you did a few different things before you found podcasting. And that is so common to like, not know what you want to do at first and should just try, like you tried web design, you tried the blog writing, and then then you found something that you truly love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, this is one thing I like to tell a lot of people starting out is try a little bit of everything. Like you're not going to know what you like until you try it. And so I just went all in, like I looked at all of the services I could possibly offer as a virtual assistant. There were some that I knew for sure I did not want to do, like, for instance, anything related to accounting and numbers and stuff. I was yeah. like, no, I stayed right. away from that. But because I I enjoyed, like I said, creating my own mom blog and doing the graphics for that and everything, I figured I would like, you know, doing the blog copywriting and social media management. And it's like, I like the design side of things, but the actual engagement and writing the captions and stuff like that. I just, I was like, no, I don't like this. But yeah, it's really great to just try out different things, especially your first year in business. Like you have that wiggle room to try out different things and to see what you like and what is actually going to like light you up, something that you're going to be able to really stick with and build a business upon. So I highly recommend doing that. Yeah, and I do too. That's something that I tell people that I interact with as well, because a lot of people, and I mean, we all want money, right? And, you know, some people want to just make that quick dollar, you know, but you should think beyond that as well. So Mm -hmm. I love that. And so looking back, Andrea, like what advice would you give to yourself if you had to do it all over again? Is there things that you found when you just started that, like, what were those learning moments for you? Like, yeah, so Looking back, especially when I started out as a virtual assistant, I wouldn't have invested in a course. And the reason why I've seen with a lot of these virtual assistant courses, 
They're just trying to teach you skills that more than likely you already have. They don't really cover the business side of things. So they don't go over contracts. They don't go over creating like incredible client experience. Like there's so much they leave you hanging and it's stuff that you really need to know in order to create a strong foundation for your business. So that's something I wouldn't invest in. I would have invested more in either like a business coach or a course that really helps you set your business up the right way. So everything from filing for your LLC to getting your EIN and all of those things. And like I said, contracts, which is a huge thing. Like even if you're just starting out as a virtual assistant offering an array of services, you need to have a contract. You need to have that protection. And so I would have focused more on that side of things versus like I said, taking like a virtual assistant course, trying to learn different skills. Yeah, that is so true because when I first started, I let me tell you, my first couple clients, I didn't have a contract and that ended up not being good. I mean, it was okay. The first one was fine. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. I mean, we all make mistakes, right? (laughs) You can't take it back. You can just learn from it. But my second one, super sweet lady, she just kept like, messaging me and that's a whole different thing like having systems in place that Mm -hmm. is what you should invest in is somebody to help you with those like back-end things but anyway so we were like messaging instead of like having a system in place where all of her website went and I again didn't have a contract so there was no sense of scope in between like what I was supposed to do and where the next where the line was drawn between you know like getting paid again because I was like doing so much work So super valuable. You definitely need to have a contract for sure. Yes. And so how can somebody who's interested in podcast management get started and like find their first client? Like what would you say to focus on first? Yeah. So it depends. Like I've seen some people move into podcast management that have like a background in audio editing and it's a pretty easy transition for them. But if you don't have a background in that and say you're like, you know what, I don't want to invest much yet. Udemy has a lot of reasonable courses that you can take that show you like different things about editing podcasts. And it kind of takes you through like through the eyes of a podcast host, which you kind of want to have that as well, because you're going to a lot of times you're going to end up coaching your podcast clients. So yeah, I recommend starting with something like that and even just checking out YouTube So for instance, one of the editing softwares I use is Audacity. And there are a lot of tutorials on YouTube where that's free. You don't have to pay for it. So I recommend looking into those things. And then, like I said, if you want to get into the editing aspect, you can download Audacity, which is free. You just download it onto your computer and you can just record your voice and just practice editing and getting comfortable with that. Because I feel like that's kind of the hardest part of podcast management and truthfully you don't even have to offer it as a podcast manager but if it's something that you do want to offer you want to get comfortable with using different editing softwares so it's like I said starting with something free like audacity and just getting comfortable with using the different tools and different things like that yes because you have to you should practice you know what you're going to be doing 
and Udemy. Is that how you say it? Udemy, Udemy? Yeah. U-D-E-M-Y. Yeah. And I, I just recently heard about that because I, I have an account with Skillshare. Mm-hmm. And so they probably have stuff too, but I didn't even know that. Okay. So podcasting is like amazing. So we know that actually I just read, well, I read it today, but I, I think I've seen people use this as a marketing tool. Well, like there are more podcast listeners than there are Netflix accounts. So there is so much room to grow for podcasting that there's like, there's less podcasts than there are blogs, which again means that there's just so many. Cause like, well, blog, having a blog isn't saturated, but there's more room, like I said, to grow with the podcast because there's not all of that competition. So how have you seen podcasting transform your clients' businesses? Oh gosh, like, so I have one client in mind. I've been working with her since August. And so she, before she launched her podcast, she already had like a few products. So like she had a course, she's a a STEM teacher. And so she has a course kind of helping other STEM teachers get into the world of STEM. And then she has a membership and she has a TPT store. So prior to launching her podcast, she did okay in sales. And then after launching her podcast, and this is just, she just launched it in July. So after launching as of, I want to say the end of last month, she doubled what she made last year. So her membership membership sales went up, her course sales went up, her TPT store sales went up. Like she is seeing a return on investment and her show is doing so amazing. Like in the first month, she hit over 2000 downloads. And then I just checked, I want to say it was about a week ago. She's only 30 episodes in and she's already at over 6000 downloads. So it's it's really, if you do it the right way, you can really see so much growth in your business and not just financially, but you just expanding your reach and you establishing yourself as an expert in your niche, because that's what she's been able to do. Like so many people come to her, want to work with her and everything. She's getting all kinds of sponsorships from like different type of companies that sell products related to STEM teaching. It's like, it's opened so many doors for her. Like, it's amazing. That is awesome. I'm over here like, yay, 300 downloads. And you know, that's all great when you're starting, but that is amazing. So what did you say? 6,000 in the first month? So she hit 2,000. And then yeah, as of, like I said, a few weeks ago, it was like over 6,000 downloads. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so what kind of tools do you use for podcast management? Like what are your favorite tools to use to help your clients and just take that to the next level? Yeah. So I think one of the biggest thing is using keywords in your episode titles, episode description and show notes. And so One thing my client does, she likes to research her own keywords. And so she'll give them to me and I incorporate them throughout everything. So that's one of the biggest ways. And then another thing is making sure that your show notes are hosted on your website. 
And that one, that increases SEO, but two, it also drives traffic to your website. And so for searching for keywords, I like to just use the Google Chrome extension keywords everywhere. It's really cheap. I think like for $10, you get 100,000 credits, which is a lot. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So it's, it's really great to kind of help you find those keywords. And like what I mean by keywords, like those are the words that your ideal client or your target audience is reaching or is researching related to whatever the topic is that you're speaking on. So you want to incorporate those words. So like, for instance, for me, as a podcast manager, my ideal clients are mompreneurs. And so some keywords I may are like, you know, outsourcing tasks in your business as a busy mompreneur, like different things like that. So you want to like kind of get in the head of your ideal client and making sure you're using those keywords that they're searching on Google. So yeah, that's something that we use. And like I said, I use keywords everywhere for that. Another thing that is big is making sure you have good audio, because if your audio sounds like garbage, nobody's going to listen to your episode. As soon as they hear that, you know, like it's all crackly or, you know, there's a lot of noises or you're fading in and out because your Wi-Fi is going in and out. People are just going to cut the episode off. And so I coach my clients on, you know, the best ways to record to ensure they get quality audio. And then I, of course, do my part with the editing and everything. So Yeah, making sure you have a good mic, making sure you have a good set of headphones. And then for editing audio, like I mentioned earlier, Audacity is a great resource. Another great one is Descript. I really like to use the soundstage in that because it really helps clean up the audio and make it sound really crisp. Another thing I use is Alphonic, which that helps level out everything in your audio. So that way, if one person is, say, talking really loud and the other person is talking kind of low, it evens everything out. So that way, you know, the audio sounds, you know, nice and clean and it's not like it's going up and down with the volume and everything like that. Don't get me started because I like to tell everybody about Descript because it's amazing. But I had to make sure that all my like levels were okay because like when I add a clip in, it's like a different volume and we can't have that. So that's such that's good. I didn't know because I actually have keywords everywhere too. So I'm going to need to do a little research on that. Yeah. And then Alphonic is good too. Yeah. And so you have a podcast coming out too. And I would love it if you would talk about your podcast. And also, I would love to know what services that you offer. If anybody's listening to this who might want to get started with their own podcast, I would love for you to just tell us what you offer and about your new podcast. Yeah. So my podcast is called Mama Turn Mompreneur, and it officially launches Monday, October 31st. Um, But yeah, so my whole reason behind launching this podcast is... In my first year of business, I've done very well. I've experienced growth that many don't see until two, three, four years in. And I've seen a lot of mompreneurs who get discouraged or who are ready to throw in the towel or just questioning whether or not they should be having a business. And so 
the whole premise of my podcast is to one, provide that encouragement and reassure mompreneurs that they can do this and they can be successful, but also to share specifically what I've done to grow my business and give them actionable tips and resources that they can implement into their business so they can start seeing that growth they desire. So yeah, it's like, I just, I'm very passionate about that, especially being a mom myself. And it's just nice having something for yourself. And that was like one of the reasons why I started my business so that I could have something for myself. And that's what a lot of moms I've talked to said the same thing. And so I want those moms to be able to not only have their business, but to maintain it as well as to be able to maintain their household. Because you got to have that healthy balance between being a business owner and a mom and a wife and all the other roles that you have. So that's the whole idea behind my podcast is to, in a sense, be that business bestie that you need, encouraging you, giving you the advice that you need, giving you the tips and resources that you need. Like, I'm an open book and I know Pamela can speak to this as well. I will help you out. Like that's how I am. I'm not just looking to like charge people for everything. Like, no, I will give you advice. I will give you tips. I'll give you resources. I will point you in the direction you need to go so that you can achieve that success. So yeah, that's about the podcast. And then as far as the services I provide, so I provide monthly management. So I pretty much handle all of the behind the scene tasks for my podcast management clients. I do everything from editing to writing show notes to creating graphics for a promotion, uploading and scheduling everything on their hosting platform as well as their website. And then I also have some clients where I just do strictly audio for them. They like to handle everything else. And then I added in a new service recently where I provide strategy sessions. And so The idea behind the strategy sessions is that, one, I've seen far too many people launch a podcast with no plan in place, and then they get discouraged because their podcast is not growing or they're not seeing that return on investment, and then they become subject to pod fade where they just stop showing up on their podcast. And so I don't want that to happen. So in my strategy sessions, you meet one-on-one with me. And we develop a full-on plan for your podcast. So we narrow down who your ideal client or target audience is, what you're going to offer them. Because that's one of the big things. Like you're not just having a podcast just to share information. This is to help grow your business. This is help to help you gain new clients. And so you have to figure out what are you going to offer them, what service or what product and how we're going to highlight that in your podcast. And then we also go over SEO. So making sure your podcast name, tagline, episode titles, everything is um optimized and easily searchable and everything. And so we just develop a full-on plan for your podcast to ensure that you launch with success or if you've already launched, getting it to where it needs to be so that you can see that return on investment that you desire. 
That is so good. And people need that accountability. And I'm actually implementing something similar in my business too, because, you know, with web design, a lot of people will, you know, buy my website templates and then they won't touch them at all. And it's like, yeah. I want to hold people accountable. You know, if, if somebody needs help, I will help them too. And Andrea, our target audience is moms. Mm-hmm. And so I also want this to be encouragement to somebody listening to this, because though Andrea and I have similar audiences we're both coming from like unique unique perspectives so don't let that hinder you from starting your business or from starting your podcast because we all come from different angles and yeah I love that yeah that's one thing I tell a lot of my clients because they'll be like oh so-and-so already has a podcast about that and it's like it's not even about the topic is that you are called to a certain group of people. And so if you're holding back on starting that business, launching that podcast, just because someone else is doing it, you're letting people down. There are a whole group of people who need you. They need your experience. They need your knowledge. They need your wisdom. So yeah, don't let that hold you back. Yeah. that I just wish people could hear that every day. Like sometimes maybe we just need like a a mirror with a sticky note that says that because nobody else has your perspective besides you and you're the only one who can bring that. So I love that we touched on that because we all need to hear that. Yes. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I adore you so much. I wish you so much success with your podcast and of course your business. And you know that I'll be in your DMs. And like Andrea said, I can't speak to that. If you guys have any questions about, you know, podcasting or related to that, she can definitely point you in the right direction. Um, I I go to her all the time for podcast related (laughs) things, which is why I had to have her on the show. So again, Andrea, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Man, was that episode jam-packed with value or what? I loved having this conversation with Andrea. If you love this episode, please screenshot it right now. Tag us on Instagram. I'm at Pamela Krista. Andrea is at Mama Turned Mompreneur. And let us know that you loved it. Let us know that you're all in and let us know that you're starting your podcast management business. If you love this episode, please also leave a review. That lets me know that you love the show. That is also a huge bit of encouragement to me. So I would love it if you could take just 15 seconds out of your day and leave a review. I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time. Hey friend, if this episode inspired you or blessed you in any way, I would love for you to screenshot this episode and share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Pamela Krista or send a text to a friend and let her know that you think this would bless her. And if you would be so kind, please take 30 seconds and leave me a review on Apple and follow this podcast by hitting the plus icon up at the top. That is the number one way you can say thank you to me. By leaving a review, you're helping others know if they want to listen to the show. And by following this podcast, you'll be notified when new episodes are available. I would love to connect with you on Instagram where I'm at Pamela Krista and my DMs are always open. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Philippians 4, 6. I'll chat with you soon, friend.